Hi, welcome to the Mastermind Project podcast. My name is Brian McRae. I'm the founder of the Mastermind Project. And this podcast is intended to help you grow as a leader, to grow in productivity, and also to grow in relationships. Those are the three topics that we will always talk about here at the Mastermind Project. Chances are you're a small business owner or maybe a commissioned sales professional and you're looking to grow. And we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. So once a month, we host an event designed to help givers grow. And so that's what we're here for. And this podcast is taken from a general session of a portion of our live event, uh, which we've now gone to virtual uh, as of 2020. So if you're comfortable, please join us. Feel free to join us. And you can go to www.brianckmcrae.com. And you can register for our next event, which is the third Thursday of the month. So sit back and enjoy the shared learning experience here of the Mastermind Project. So guys, there's really what I want to talk about today, really on my heart, as you guys are here, we've got, first of all, if you're here for the first time, jump over to the chat box and just, uh, or, or raise your hand if you're here for the first time today. I see Rocky. Rocky's here for the first time today. I appreciate you being here, Rocky. Rocky and I talked the other day. Look, this event started uh, in August of 2011. And most of you, if you're on this call, you're a commissioned sales professional or you're a small business owner. And when we started during the last economic downturn that we had in this country, this was all about, look, I know there's somebody in this room. And when we were meeting live, we knew that there was going to be somebody in the room that was really struggling to build their business. This event started to share some concepts so, to, so people could hear something or meet someone who could have a positive difference in their life. Look, our businesses, the vast majority of us build our business on referrals and it takes relationships. And interaction fuels action. So this event was des designed to create interaction amongst big hearted givers so that you could share ideas, collaborate, meet people, but at the same time, learn something that would move your business forward. Because what we found is that people were tired of cold calling. They were tired of buying leads. They were tired of talking to strangers, but getting, building a referral-based business was difficult. So what we're gonna do this week is we're gonna talk, or this month, we're gonna talk about referrals specifically. This event is always about three things. It's about leadership, which is personal development. It's about productivity, getting the right things done. How do we add more value in the shortest amount of time? That's the productivity game that we all play. But today we're going to be focusing on relationships. It is February, the month of love, about relationships. We're going to talk about relationships today and how to build a, a, the three stages of a referral-based business and how to get from each stage using relationships. So let's get moving here. The first stage is the survival stage. Now, um, if some of you, like I said, I know there are some of you in this room today and you don't have, I'm not going to ask anybody to raise their hands, but I know there's some of you here that are literally, literally trying to figure out how to make ends meet. I know that, but there's kind of three stages. There's a survival stage. You're, it's, you're just getting started in a business. And it's interesting. There's a guy here that I met and uh, talking about relationships. There's a guy in the center of my screen, Bob Olson. I'll share a story about Bob Olson here in a little bit. Bob knows how long I've been in the mortgage industry. He's one of the first guys I met with when I got in the industry. And I'll tell that story in a little bit. But you're trying to get your name out there and referrals are happening few and far between. You know, your cash flow is tight. You know, things are tough. And this is what this event does. And I'm telling you, I've been in the mortgage industry for 20 years and I spend virtually nothing on advertising. I don't do cold calling. 
And it, I'm telling you, we're going to talk about the basis, the one thing you need to build if you want to have a referral-based system. We're going to spend some more time on it so that you not only get out of survival mode, but into the success stage of your business. And that's where, where you've got some champions, people who are referring you, but you need more of them. You're building a database, but you still got some worries about what your pipeline is going to look like in the future. And then the next stage is really the significant stage. And that's where you've got a, a, a database full of ambassadors, people who are your raving fans who refer you time and time again. You've got systems in place that help you grow, scale your business. So you've got the freedom and what it does. And when we have a significant business, it gives us more freedom of time. Because listen, every one of us, when I talk to people who are just starting out, and when I started out almost 19 years ago, I started out because I wanted a little bit more freedom. I didn't want to be tied down by a W-2 job where I had a boss telling me when I needed to work, how many weeks of vacation I could get, and what I was worth in the marketplace. I went into a straight commission position because I wanted to build something that would give me the freedom of time, would give me the freedom of money, the freedom to pursue the relationships that I wanted, both at home and at work. And there's the last purpose and the last freedom that I think we all want is purpose, being able to, to pursue the things that we really are put on earth here to do. So those are the kind of the four freedoms. And when you get to that significant stage, you can start to, to, to get some freedoms in those. So that's the purpose of this. We want to help you go from survival to success to significance in your business. And if you want to do it through referrals, it's going to, we're going to talk about the core tenant of that here today. All right. But here's some challenges when it comes to being a commission-based salesperson. Here's what we know. According to, uh, according to Sandler, uh, Sandler Institute, 40% of all sales professionals are currently failing. Now, there's a friend of mine here that's a certified Dave Ramsey coach, Meredith McVeal. She's been around this, uh, around this event for a long period of time, but she gave me a stat. 78% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. Now, I always ask this. I think this number, this last number is low. But when I speak, and I speak to a lot of people, I speak to thousands of people every year through this event, and I do some speaking outside of this event as well. But when I ask sales professionals, how many of you want more referrals? Every hand goes up. Why? They're profitable. They convert higher. They're more fulfilling. It's nice to have somebody call you and say, hey, my neighbor said you did a great job. Or my mom and dad said I should call you because you took great care of them. Or my financial advisor said you're the best and, I, and you're the one that needs to help me. Those are great phone calls to get. But the chances are, if you want more referrals, if I ask you to raise your hand and say, do you have a system? Tell me about your system. At least 80% of you would, would not have one. And by the way, that was from John Jantz, the referral engine. He said it was 80%. I think that number, when I speak to people, it's uh, the numbers that I see are actually higher than that. But what that does is it creates a confidence, because this is literally, this is what I believe. Create, creating referrals is literally just a confidence and leadership game. And it's a skill that can be developed and mastered. There's no issues doing it. We just have to, it's a few dis disciplines practice consistently. But this lack of a system, it forces you to, to think that you've got, you get into a scarcity mindset and you feel like you got to do some cold calling, door knocking, buying leads, maybe even jumping on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you're doing, you know, doing some shelf, uh, selfless, self, shameless self-promotion where you got to go out and it's not, it doesn't feel authentic. And you got to, or you have to awkwardly ask for referrals, which is what most people tell you to do. So let me just ask you, how many of you know you need more referrals in your business? And how many of you like asking for them? Raise your hand. 
Hey, Steve, by the way, Steve kind of went, we don't like asking for them. And I'm just going to tell you guys, if you feel like you have to ask for referrals, you probably don't have a system. Now, I'm going to talk about a system overall. I'm only going to cover the key component of it today because we've only got 90 minutes here today. And I want to make sure that you get a great shared learning experience because I'm going to cover some content that will hopefully help you help you launch your radically referrable business. And take it from either the survival mode to success or from success to significance. But here's what I know. If you don't, if you feel like you have to ask, you probably don't have a system. Why do I say that? Listen, I'm not trying to say that, that everything, there's a lot of people that teach about referrals. But over 19 years, again, I work for a company called Central Bank. I run a mortgage team, but I don't spend money on advertising and I don't get clients from the bank. My job is to go out into the community and establish, build relationships so that people come to know me, like me, and trust me, and think of me when it comes to mortgage services. Been doing that for, for almost two decades. We spend very little, actually all, virtually nothing on advertising. I've got one relationship that had sent us over 100 referrals before we started participating in any sort of sponsorship. So I will tell you, last year we helped about 600 families. And I'm not, I'm not sharing these numbers with you to impress upon you, because it's not about that. We like making an impact in people's lives. So it's not about the numbers, but it's to impress upon you that the stuff that I'm talking to you about today will help you go from survival to success to hopefully significance in your business. But you have to have a system. All right. So when you don't, uh, when you don't, this is the number one problem that I hear. And by the way, I see Andrew taking pictures. Andrew, take pictures all you want. If you guys see a slide, take one. Um, we will, um, you know, there'll be a replay. I think we're posting. Don, are we posting the replay on the Mastermind page? Yes, we are, Brian. It will Perfect. show up on the Mastermind page by the end of the week. So yep. you can find it on the Ambassador page and the Mastermind page. Yep. Perfect. So you can go to Facebook and we will be reposting this. So, or you can take pictures like Andrew is. Keep taking pictures, Andrew. Love it. So I'm always taking pictures. I just try not to let anybody see. <laughs> <laughs> Keep taking pictures. We love it. Here's why we're trying to create an event that you want to share what you're learning. Please take pictures, share what you're learning with someone else. Each one, reach one, each one, teach one. All right. So here's a system guys. It's about energizing your connections. This is the core. This is the core of my business. And I think you can build a radically referable business using this system. There's one-to-one -one meetings, phone calls, and events. Now, you might be looking at this and saying, there's no rocket science. There isn't. It's about relationships. Bob Berg infamously said that Referrals, it's all about who knows you, who likes you, and who trusts you. Because all things being equal, that's what's going to happen. Because literally, I will tell you, there's another phrase that if you haven't heard it, it makes all the sense. Best known beats, typically beats best. Best known typically beats best in the marketplace. So you might be the best at what you do, but if you're not the best known, if you don't have relationships that are thinking about you, that care about you, and if you don't have ambassadors, if you don't have champions that are willing to connect you with your ideal client frequently, chances are you're going to stay either in the survival mode of your business or get into the success mode and stagnate. But this is our system. Now at the core of it, if you can see in between one-to-one -one meetings, 
at the center of that triangle. What do you, anybody want to guess what's in the middle of that? What does, what does one-to-one -one meetings, phone calls, events, handwritten notes, success stories, social, what does that all require that you have? Relationships. There is the key word of the day. It's about relationships. It's about relationships. And at the center of it, that's where, and by the way, I'm pointing over here because that's where my slide deck's at today. Um, but when you see relationships, that's at the core of it. So we're going to talk about that today, specifically as it relates to relationships, because in my opinion, you cannot build a referral-based business if you don't keep an inventory of your relational assets. So I see Catherine shaking her head. She's like, yep, I get it. I need a database. That's all that an IRA is. I call it an inventory of relational assets. I deal a lot with financial advisors and the IRA term is one way to build wealth in, you know, in the marketplace for retirement. But how are you going to fuel life? This IRA pays for life until you get to retirement. Your inventory of relational assets is how you build a referral-based business. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to show you some secrets, some tips, some tricks, a way to think, to logically think about how to process and build a database. Because that's all it is. A database is nothing more. I'm not going to talk about CRMs. Some of you are probably at the success stage and you've got some fancy dancy really cool database that you're using. Awesome. But we're going to talk about basic things. We're going to talk about basic things here today on how to build. If you're in survival mode, this works. If you're in success mode, this works. If you're in significance mode, you're doing this already. But the inventory of relational assets, if you're just starting, if you're in survival mode, we're going to focus on the first three levels of this. The first thing you got to do is you've got to collect your relationships. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, well, let's go, I'll give you a quick overview here. We're going to talk about collect. You've got to then organize them. Organize is taking these relationships and putting them in one place. Just give me a show of hands. How many of you can send out an email in the next 20 minutes to all of your top business relationships and referral partners? Show, give me a show of hands. There you go. That's what this is about. Because see, when people, the, the core problem that I hear from individuals that are starting out in survival mode, or maybe even in success mode, what I always hear in terms of referrals, the number one problem that we come across is I don't know who to talk to and I don't know what to say. The first thing you have to do is figure out who to talk to. You always, you know, there's a great book out there right now called um, Who Not How. So many people start with how to build a referral-based business. And I'm telling you, it doesn't start, referrals don't start with how, it starts with who. You have to know who is going to help you build your referral-based business. That's what your inventory of relational assets is about. That's what your database is about. So you've got to collect all of your uh, relationships. You've got to organize them in one place. And if you're in survival mode, Excel spreadsheet is the most easiest thing that you excel, uh, whatever a spreadsheet, whatever spreadsheet. If it's a Google sheet, could be an Excel spreadsheet could be whatever, whatever Apple's version. It is literally one of those documents that has a bunch of little boxes with a header at the top and you start filling in the information. It's that simple. And I'm telling you, this works. I've used this to build a business on the mortgage side and I use the same process to build a coaching practice. But collect, organize, and then you've got to prioritize. Because as, if, we're gonna, if you're going to build a referral-based business, We've got to learn how to add more value in less time. 
how do I add more value in less time? And the only way to do that is to be able to prioritize your relationships. There's some secrets that you need to know on who to spend time with and who not to spend time with. Now, again, I want to be careful what I say there. We're supposed to love everybody and, I, and we will, but you're going to love some people more. And love is spelt a lot of times in time, T-I-M-E. Who do you spend time with? And you need to have a way to prioritize who you're going to spend time with. Now, you'll notice when I shared that system, there's one-to-one -one time and there's one-to-many strategies. There's one-to-one -one strategies and there's one-to-many strategies. And you need both if you're going to build a referral-based business. We don't have time to get into all of that today, but unless you prioritize your database, you won't know who to do it with and then you end up wasting time. So we're gonna help you prioritize today. And the last thing, we won't have time to cover this today because it's part of an overall system. The last thing is you gotta energize those connections. Remember, interaction fuels action. Best known beats best. So when it, comes to, when it comes to energizing, how do you energize? You energize with one-to-one -one meetings. You energize with phone calls. You energize with events. You energize with handwritten notes. There's so many ways to energize your best relationships, your potential champions, your champions, and your ambassadors. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But the first thing you got to do is you got to collect. Now, I don't know about you guys. Um, I got all kinds of sources on here, but if you take a look at where all of your connections are at, I mean, the average person right now has about 630 connections on LinkedIn. The average Facebook person, the average user on Facebook has over 300 friends on Facebook. There's almost a thousand connections that most of you have that I would venture to say probably aren't in your database. Some of you've got, how many of you got business cards? Well, it's been a while since you've been out networking, but how many of you still have business cards Pre-COVID, I see Deanna shaking her head. All right, if you got, okay, so if you're, if you're at your work desk and you've got, okay, and Katie is, she's, she's throwing them up in the air like, uh, like dollar bills. I'm telling you guys, those are things, if they're not in your database and you're not communicating with them, they're not referring you. Okay, so, but take a look. There's all kinds of, what the purpose is, you got to go out to the different places where you've got your connections and then you've got to organize them. And I'm telling you guys, this is not rocket science. This is not rocket science. Now, when I pull this up, here's what most of you are going to say. Oh my gosh, I don't have time. Or how much time will that take me? That little spreadsheet right there, by the way, I've only got 30 names on there. Some of you are going to have more, but some of you need to start with 30. Some of you could fill out two of these sheets. Some of you could fill out four, five, 10, maybe even 20 of these sheets. But I'm going to tell you, there's, there's two questions that, you're going to, that you should ask yourself. One of them's a good one. One of them's a not so good one. So when it comes to doing this, if you're just starting and you're worried about how you're going to make next month's, you know, pay your bills next month because you're in survival mode, you might look at this and say, how much time is that going to take me? I don't have time to do that. It's the wrong question. When you start to put and or put your organize your connections in one place, the question isn't how long will it take you? The question is how far will it take you? This right here, when you take, every time you meet somebody, when you go over and you download the chat box here because there's somebody that you wanna connect with, they need to get into your database and you need to love on them. Because if you don't put them into the database, it's like dropping pennies in a piggy bank. 
If you don't drop pig, pennies in a piggy bank, you don't save anything. And if you show up at this event and don't take action afterwards, your fault. But I'm trying to give you a way to process your thoughts. So what you can do is after these event, events like this, when you go to an event, it gives you an action plan that you can follow up with somebody, that you can love on them so that you become known, liked, and trusted more than your competitors. And you do so in a way that's not awkward, incredibly authentic. You use a giving heart. You're selfless instead of selfish. But you have to, that what you have to do, the foundation of any referral-based business is going to be the list you create, the inventory of relational assets. So again, remember this. If you take nothing else, don't ask yourself how long will it take. The question when you're building your inventory of relation, relational asset, inventory of relational assets is how far will it take you? And I'm standing here 19 years later because mine started out, I don't know if you saw, there was a little thing that I put yellow pad. So here's a quick story. Bob Olson sitting there leaning forward, but here's what I did when I started. I put a list together. I started with a yellow pad. I put my inventory of relational assets together. Guys, when I started in the mortgage business, I had, I was straight commission and I left a six figure job. And I didn't have a big budget to go do advertising. Web pages didn't even really exist 20 years ago. And if they did, I wouldn't have had the money to do one. So here I am, I'm like, what do I do? I did the only thing I knew how to do, which is I reached out to the people I knew. So I used to be, I used to run a small IT training firm. We spent a lot of money, not my money. I ran the firm, I ran it for the owner. And we used to spend a lot of money with a radio advertising executive. Now you might say, I got into the mortgage business. Why would I call a radio advertising executive? Because I'm not going to buy advertising. But I called him and said, hey, I got good news and I got bad news. I said, good news is, I said, what do you want first? He says, well, let's start with the bad. I said, the bad news is I'm not, I'm no longer going to be buying advertising from you because I'm not in the position where I, I was sending him about ten dollars to $15,000 a month in advertising back in the 90s. He's like, oh boy. I said, what's the good news? I said, I got in the mortgage business. He's like, oh, you want to do some advertising? I'm like, no, I told you I'm not spending any more money on advertising. But anyway, I started talking to him and here's what I did. I said, I'm not calling you for a mortgage. I just want to say thank you. I started with gratitude. Thank you. You did a great job for me, but I'm reaching out. I really appreciated, appreciated your professionalism, the way you handled it. And I liked our relationship. And I, I was just going to ask him for a favor. Who do you know? And I asked, who's a financial advisor that you know? Who's a CPA that you know? The first name that rolled off his tongue, Bob Olson. Bob is smiling. I don't know if I've shared this entire story. I've shared portions of the story with Bob, but Bob literally, and I'm telling you 19 years later, Bob and I are still in contact. Bob, thanks for being here today, by the way. So Bob, Bob was a CPA at the time that was transitioning into a financial services. And Bob, if you can just shake your head, if that's the accurate story, but so, but Bob was transitioning and, and Mr. Stanley said, you got to call this guy. And we had a great conversation and Bob met with some young buck that was trying to get into the mortgage business and gave me some great business advice, which was all about relationships. So the, um, anyway, so that's a quick story, but it started with an inventory of relational assets. So you've got to collect them. Now notice what I did. I took Bob's information. I added it to my inventory of relational assets. I had a radio advertising executive who probably, if I was lucky, would get me one mortgage a year if I was lucky. And it might've only been his. He wasn't out on the hunt trying to refer me. He didn't know me that well. But what he did is he connected me with somebody who came across my ideal client every single day. He, he connected me with a person of influence. So there's one quick example. But anyway, you've got to prioritize your connections. 
And that comes down to look, look for performance. Have they referred you? Do they have the potential to refer you? Now, candidly, Mr. Stanley was not, he didn't have a ton of potential to refer me. He might've been able to refer me to himself, maybe, maybe friends, maybe family, but he wasn't going to be a huge referral source for me. At least he wasn't going to feed my family, but he connected me with one guy that I still have a relationship with 19 years later. He connected me with somebody with immense potential and probability. Will they refer you? Here's the challenge, and we won't be able to get into this today, but this is what you say. Who do I call? Who do I talk to? And what do I say? But you've got to be able to, the probability, there's some questions you can ask that will increase the probability of getting a referral. In studies that I've seen, upwards of 41%. So, all right, you got to prioritize your connections. Here's what we do at the McRae Mortgage Team. And I've learned this from guys like Brian Buffini, Michael Mayer. Um, there's also every, every person that teaches about referral-based businesses. Here's how to prior, gives you a similar system for prioritizing your relationships. We've implemented it. It's been tremendous. So ambassadors, champions, potential champions. It's a language you'll hear us use in this community. We use it on our team all the time. Clients and then friends and family. And then we've got a drip a campaign. So it's A, A pluses, ambassadors, and I'll just give you a quick definition. Don, how am I doing on time, by the way? Hey, Brian, you're doing great. We've still got about 15 minutes. Perfect. All right, so ambassadors, what we did is we go through, I'm gonna encourage you, once you collect, and then you put all your individuals in place, you've got their name, their phone number, by the way, get their best phone number, get their best email. And you put down the things that you want to be able to track from, and then what you want to do is you want to go through and prioritize them based off of this. Have they, refer, have they referred you in the last year? If it was more than once, they are an ambassador for your business. By the way, whether you realize it or not, those are the ones that you need to be loving on. You need to be spending more time, effort, and energy on those individuals than you are the ones towards the bottom of this. You've got champions. Champions are individuals who have referred you in the, once in the last 12 months. And then you've got potential champions. And these are influential people. Now, I gave you the story of Bob Olson. And Bob, you are literally front and center. And I'm glad you're here today. But the point is, Bob was an influential person. And he was in a profession that could refer me time and time again. I want you to ask yourself, who do you need to be adding to your database? Because chances are, your bet, if you're in survival mode, your best referral partner is not even in your database. If you're in success mode, I'd challenge you, your best referral partner is probably not even in your database right now. So, but as you take a look at this, clients, and one of the mistakes that I see a lot is that, by the way, I'm not saying clients are not a great referral source. They are. They're just not your best in some cases for some professions. So, I'm not diminishing. I'm not saying not, don't love on your clients. That's not my point. Deliver great value, great service, but be thinking about the influential people. Who's the most influ influential person you know? Are they in your database? Who's the best salesperson that you know? Are they in your database? Who's the most liked person you know? Are they in your database? And if they are, are they an ambassador? Are they a champion? Are they a potential champion? We always want to be adding influence to our database. We're always, if you want more referrals, add more influence to your database. You need people out there being ambassadors and champions for your business. And it starts with potential champions. All right. 
this making sense so far? I'm going to open up the, if anybody's got questions on this, I'm going to try to get the chat box here. Feel free, because I can get a little passionate about this. So, Don, if you see some questions, uh, just uh, throw them out at me. Um, all you right. Know, I noticed. I noticed Bob Olson said Ralph Stanley is still a client of his, which is again, that's what happens when you're following <laughs> up and following through this. Well, see, this is uh, well. It's an example. Tell Ralph I said hi, please, Bob. <laughs> so, all right. Brian, um, Nick, Nick Abbott is curious if you sort the spreadsheet. That Nick, that is a great question. That's the beauty behind a spreadsheet. If you put it in a spreadsheet, the answer is you can. If you put it into it, now some of you are like, hey, here, and here's the other, not only can you sort it, but Nick, the th great thing behind a spreadsheet is that data is portable. If you decide that you want to upgrade and you want to move from, you've, you've, you're, you want to get out of survival mode and you want to get a successful business, at some point, I think you're probably going to need to upgrade to a CRM. That's where you start to get some features that will leverage, will do some automation for you. But the key ingredient, if you're in survival mode, is to get at least a spreadsheet together that you're, where your contacts are at. Okay, good question, Nick. Thank you for asking. Um, Matt was asking in here, can clients be champions or ambassadors? Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm just going to speak for myself, Matt, um, and I know we're in the same industry. We don't work at the same company, but we're in the same industry. Matt, in my opinion, my best referral partners are not clients. Notice I said referral partners. We get referrals from clients all the time, but it's just broad-based. You know, some of our best referral partners send us 20, 30 referrals a year. I don't have a single client that is sending me 20. Now, some of you might. This is just, and that's the beauty behind this system. It doesn't, don't, I'm just sharing my experience. I'm going to give you a system and I'll share my experience. There are some of you here that your best client is your best referral partner and they're sending you multiples and multiples and multiples of referrals. But good question, Matt. Okay. But um, so you can see clients, uh, friends and family, and then drip. And drip are just individuals that you meet that you want to stay connected with, but you're not going to probably spend a lot of time on, and you're just going to drip on them with one of the one of the strategies that I had in there was success stories. So you're going to drip on them with either a newsletter, add some value to them, invite them to events that don't cost you anything. It's a way. You know, when drip only is where we're just sim simply using a one-to-many strategy to keep in touch. Do sometimes do people move off of drip only and into becoming a champ? Absolutely. But that's where you can use technology to enhance your, 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 the, to become better known. All right. Brian, in the last about five or six minutes that we have, Dan Laurie was asking what your best strategy on getting people to the next levels are it's from a B to an A, an A to an A plus. I don't know if you have time to share on that, but that was a good question. Yeah, um, that is in the Energize um, session, Dan. And um, it really comes through the four types of conversations. Um, so it takes relationship. So it's, it's at the core of it. So how do you get somebody to go from a B to an A to an A plus? It's relationship. Now, my experience, we're trying to build a business and we'll share. You keep showing up at this event and we'll share some things with you. Candidly, if you're interested in getting jump started on that, I'm going to talk about some things at the end because we had some information that I think will be will help you transform your business. But Dan, the short answer is it comes through conversations. It comes through interaction. When you invite somebody to an event, following up with them and asking them, great. It comes through gratitude, curiosity, and generosity. 
Because when you lead with those things, it gives you an opportunity and you get invited into conversations that are not awkward, where you're not being selfish and asking for in that awkward ask. You're spending time with them, getting to know them, asking them what their biggest challenges are, building it, building influence with them where when you call, they pick up the phone because they want to talk to you because you're always adding value. And that's when the law of reciprocity kicks in. And there's one question that I, I that will absolutely fundamentally, and Dan, I know you've had some luck with it. So, but the point is there's questions that you can ask that will increase the probability of referrals. And those are the times people that you want to spend time with. So, all right, let me cover a few more things before we get to our breakout rooms. Um, so obviously clients are clients, but guys, here's what this system really looks like. You collect, notice at the top, it says collect, you organize, you prioritize, you energize. Guess what happens when you energize? I talked, I gave you the story about Bob Olson. I went and I collected, I organized them, organized. Ralph Stanley was on my list. I called Ralph because I didn't, I didn't have a lot of referral partners. So literally at that point in time, Mr. Stanley was nothing, was, was simply a potential champion, but I had to make a decision. Did I want to ask him if he knew if, you know, who he would recommend for mortgages or did I want to ask him who he would recommend for financial services, CPAs, attorneys, real estate professionals. I chose to ask him for more influence and he connected me. So that's how I energized the Mr. Stanley connection is I picked up the phone and I called him. Interaction fuels action. So he gave me a connection to Bob. I called Bob and did the same thing. I started using curiosity. Here's one little tip. When you're new, take advantage of it. And that's exactly what I did with Bob. Hey, Bob, I'm just getting started. You're a successful professional. What advice do you have for me? And he gave me a whole laundry list. I hadn't put notes, pages of notes. So, but there's just some simple ways to get in and engage people. All right. So this is just a quick recap. You've got to, you've got to listen. I can get in and if you do nothing more, ask yourself, how can you enhance your inventory of relational assets today? If you're in survival mode, open up a spreadsheet and start putting people's information in it. Go take a look, get your, download all of your LinkedIn connections. Go in and take a look at the most influential people on Facebook. Open up your phone and say, who's the, who's the smartest person I know? Who's the wealthiest person? Who's the most influential person? Who's the most liked person? And pick up the phone, text them, engage them with curiosity, ask them for, for help. By the way, there's all kinds of conversations that I could spend in. That's my passion. We'll talk about that more in a little bit. But the point is you've got to collect, you've got to organize and you have to prioritize. So I've given you kind of a system to do that. Chances are every one of you, here's the business you're in, finding potential champions and then creating champions. You go out and create champions every week and your referral-based business will grow. And you can do that by using that system that I showed you. We'll get back into that, but the, the entire connection offense around one-to-one -one meetings. Listen, here's a recommendation for you. Find the most influential person you know that's building a business around relationships and invite them to this on the third Thursday of the month. Then go talk about the things that you learn here. You will enhance your relationships. I'm telling you, there are people that have been showing up at this event for almost 10 years and connecting with people outside of this because they're studying things that matter. They're practicing things that matter. And Dan Lewis is shaking his head. He's been hanging around this event and using it to build his business for the past eight years, I believe. You know, I look at Andrea Lenzen. She's been using this event for years. When I met Andrea, she had 30 
I think she did 30. Andrea, give me a thumbs up. It was about 30 jobs as a home stager the year I met her. I don't know if she's into the thousands yet, but I know she's well over 500. She's used these strategies to build her business. So with that, I'm gonna hit the pause button, Don. I think I'm on time. So. Well, there you have it. Another Mastermind Project podcast. We wanna thank you for being here and investing in yourself. Uh, that's the key to growth because we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. So thank you for investing in yourself. We hope that you found something here useful. As a matter of fact, it's our desire that you've heard something from this podcast that would make a difference if you implement it in your business. And we know that success favors the speed of implementation. Take a note, take action on something that you've learned here. It'll make a difference. We'd love to hear about it. So, and you can also join us and tell us a little bit about it at our next live event. And you can register for that at www.briankmcrae.com www.briankmcrae.com. We've got our mastermind event schedule there and you can join us virtually uh, at our next event on the third Thursday of the month. So for this time and until next time, study things that matter, practice things that matter and teach things that matter to people who care. Appreciate you.